Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Austin Reynolds Sports Talk Show. I'm your host, Austin Reynolds. Hope everybody had a blessed weekend. Hope you're having a great weekend with family and everything. As today, we will break down Thursday's first NFL preseason game. It was the Hall of Fame game. We will break down MLB scores and what the standings are looking right now and who is who will be in right now and who the wild card game will be right now for each conference as we do today. Every time, we stop in prayer and let's get started. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for another blessed day. Thank you for a beautiful day. Thank you for giving us freedom, life, and everything else. Because you know, tomorrow is not promised. So we appreciate everything that you do and give for us. We pray that you continue to bless us and you continue to read this your word and we continue to live through you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Alright, everybody. We're going to start off with the Hall of Fame game. As it was the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. As Las Vegas Raiders would handily win this game 27-11, to 11, being up 27-3 in the fourth quarter. Having a 20 to nothing lead at one time. Um, and Josh and, and Josh McDaniels would get a homecoming win. Him, him growing up in Canyon, and Jared Stidham would have a great game for Vegas. Show out with a 96 yards. And rookie Samir White would show up with 11 carries for 52 yards. As Jacksonville would just struggle throughout the whole game. I mean, um, Kyle Slaughter he would have a good game. Coming in for Jacksonville, as Trevor Lawrence wouldn't play, as you notice, throughout many starters don't really play preseason games. It gives the other the backup players a chance to play until they can fill that spot on the roster. But Slaughter had 127 yards with a touchdown. But it was just, it wasn't there, man. I mean, when you're 25% on third down compared to another preseason team that was around 38%, there's nothing you can really do with it. Now, I will say they was able to get to the quarterback. Huh? I was really, really good. But they just, I mean, both teams had 12 drives, and they both had most yards per play. But, yes, but the Ravens made bigger plays at bigger time. They were able to run the ball a whole lot more efficiently than them. And that's what gave Jason Raiders his win, really. I mean, just being able to move the ball, move the ball. I mean, it consistently with the hand the ball, they was moving. You know what I'm saying? It was consistently moving. And as I told you, that was the first preseason game of the year. As next week, there'll be some more preseason games, as it will be the New York Giants taking on the New England Patriots, the Tennessee Titans taking on the Baltimore Ravens, Atlanta Falcons taking on the Detroit Lions. <coughs> Excuse me, y'all. Cleveland Browns taking on Jacksonville. Arizona Cardinals taking on Cincinnati Bengals. New York Jets will take on the Philadelphia Eagles. Green Bay Packers will take on the San Francisco 49ers. Kansas City Chiefs will take on the Chicago Bears. And Carolina Panthers will take on the Washington Combinators. Indianapolis Colts will take on the Buffalo Bills. Seattle Seahawks will take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Miami Dolphins will take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. New Orleans Saints will take on the Houston Texans. The Dallas Cowboys will take on the Broncos and the Los Angeles Rams will take on the Los Angeles Chargers. And that will be how preseason week one works. And we have another Hall of Fame game in the books. NFL season is coming full throttle. About four weeks, we'll be back to the NFL. And we'll be getting into college football very soon. So football is coming. But now we're going to hop into Major League Baseball. Um... 
We're going to break down some games. And like I said, I do these podcasts at nighttime. So there's a couple games that's still out there running. But one of them is the Los Angeles Dodgers are taking off San Diego Padres. As I'm pretty sure the Dodgers have this one in the bag as they're up 8 to nothing right now. And the other one is the Los Angeles Angels are taking on the Seattle Mariners, and it's one to nothing Los Angeles in the top of the ninth. So I will get an update on that game for us over with. We're going to go ahead and get started, though. As the Miami Marlins were taking on the Chicago Cubs, as the Chicago Cubs pick up their 42nd victory of the season in a 2-1 to win. It was a very close game. And Chicago was down as they didn't anybody score until the seventh. And Chicago came up with two big runs in the bottom of the eight to take this two to one victory. Then it was a NL East top two team showdown as the Atlanta Braves was taking on New York Mets as the, as the Atlanta Braves will pick up their sixty fourth win of the year. Winning 9-6. Has A.J. Mentor for Atlanta with a pick up his fifth one of the year. And tells you who Walker would pick up his third loss of the year. All right. Now we're going to jump in another very close game as the Pittsburgh Pirates were taking on the Baltimore Orioles. As Baltimore would pick up their fifth win when they winning a one to nothing shootout as they would get that run in the sixth. This game would be very... Low scoring the whole entire game. Dean Creamer picked up his fourth one of the year. Mitch Keller picked up his eighth loss of the year. And Felix Batista picked up his fourth save of the year. Now we're going to jump into the nation to Philadelphia as the Washington Nationals are taking on the Philadelphia Phillies. As Philadelphia pick up their 58th win of the year, winning 72 against Washington. Kyle Gibbs will pick up his seventh win of the year. Josiah Gray will pick up his eighth loss of the year for Washington. Then we go to Cleveland as the Houston Astros will take on the Cleveland Guardians. As Houston will pick up their AL time best record with 70th win of the year. As they win 9-3. As they had a big first four innings. Graf Gambato with eight runs in the first four innings. And, and that would just did it for him. Cleveland was never able to even get close to catching up. The Framber, Valatez, would pick up his 10th win of the year. And Hunter, Goddess, would pick up his first loss of the year for Cleveland. And then it was the Tampa Bay Rays taking on the Detroit Tigers. And the Tampa Bay Rays would pick up their 57th win of the year, winning 5-3. to three. And Jalen Beeks will pick up his second win of the year. And Jimenez will pick up his second, his first loss of the year. And Colin Pooch from the Rays will pick up his seventh save of the year. Then it was the Chicago White Sox taking on the Texas Rangers. And the Chicago White Sox will pick up their 54th win of the year. As, as Dylan sees, will pick up his 12th win of the year. 
And Glenn Otto would pick up his eighth loss of the year for the Texas. And Liam Hendricks would pick up his 22nd save of the year. Then it was the Boston Red Sox taking on the Kansas City Royals. As Boston would get back to 500 with this win. As they were 54 and 54 in the season. As they would, as they would win 7 to 4 over Kansas City. As they would win the 4, 5, and 6, they had a combined total of 4 runs. And that was really what it did. I mean, they added 2 more in the 8th. And Kansas City had a three-run inning in the eighth, but it just wouldn't be enough. And Josh Wakiski would pick up his fifth one of the year. And Zach Grinke would pick up his third loss of the year. Then it was the Cincinnati Reds taking on the Milwaukee Brewers, as Milwaukee would pick up their 58th win of the year, winning 5-1, to one, as they would, have, they would score all five of their runs in the first two innings, and that would just be enough. As Eric Lawyer would pick up his eighth win of the year. Robert Duggar would pick up his first loss of the year. And Devin Williams would pick up his seventh save of the year. Then it was the Toronto Blue Jays taking on the Minnesota Twins as it would go to extra innings. As Minnesota wouldn't get have a game winning run as Jays miscued and leads to Gordon. Jays had a miscue in the bottom of the tenth that would lead to Gordon running in the bottom of the tenth to have a walk-off victory. As the Minnesota would pick up their 56th win of the year. And, Mon- and, and Malcolm and Michael Fillmore would pick up his fourth win of the year. And Jordan Romino would pick up his third loss of the year. Then it was the New York Yankees taking on the St. Louis Cardinals. This was a great game. Seattle was down 3-2 to two going in the eighth inning as they would pick up two big runs in the eighth inning to solidify their 58th win of the year. As Andre Palanti would pick up his fifth win of the year for St. Louis. And Clay Holmes would pick up his third loss of the year for the Yankees. And Ryan Hills is going to pick up his 10th save of the year for the Cardinals. Then it was the Colorado Rockies taking on the Arizona Diamondbacks. As the Arizona Diamondbacks would pick up their 47th win of the year, winning 6-5 as they would have the 7th and 8th. have a combined total of four runs to give them the lead and take this home. And Chris Davinsky for the Arizona Diamondbacks will pick up his first win of the year. And Alex... Comey would pick up his fifth loss of the year for the Rockies. And Ian Kennedy for the Arizona would pick up his sixth save of the year. As right now the Angels are up three to nothing going to the bottom of the ninth. We'll have an update on that game in a little bit. I'm going to go ahead and do the standings. As I said, it may change a little bit with that, with that game happening, but we'll get back to that in a little bit. But we're going to start off in the American League with the American League East, in which I think is one of the most competitive through the top to the bottom four teams because he's number one team is just so far away from everybody. But in, in the last place, because any of these teams could jump around. I mean, there's a six-and-a-half game difference between second and fifth. But in four, fifth place is the Boston Red Sox, who were, who were 54 and 54 at 500, and they've been playing 500 ball lately. 
Then you go to the fourth spot is the Baltimore Orioles, who are 55 and 51, who are on a four-game winning streak and have actually went seven and three in the last ten games, as they are playing really well. Then the third is Tampa Bay Rays with a 57 and 49, as they are on a little three-game winning streak and have, uh, and they've been, they've been playing 500 ball, so they've been stuck right there. Then it's Toronto Blue Jays are 59 and 47, as they have been playing. Decent ball going six and four the last ten games. Then it's the New York Yankees who are seventy and thirty seven, who are actually on a three game losing streak, four and six in the last ten games. But so far here, I don't think any of these teams will have enough momentum and big enough run to catch the Yankees because they're just so talented. Then the AL Central, which I think is the most competitive division, as in the last place is the Detroit Tigers, who are forty two and sixty six. And they're playing three and seven in the last ten games, so still struggling. And same thing for the fourth place in Kansas City, who's forty-two and sixty-five, who's also played three and seven in the last ten games. These two teams are struggling, not looking well. Then it's the Chicago White Sox, who are fifty-four and fifty-two, and they've been and they've been playing pretty decent ball, going six and four in the last ten games. Then tied with them in second is the Cleveland Guardians, who are fifty-four and fifty-two. Who are playing 500 ball and then right now with these teams, it's all about runs with them because I mean Minnesota is two games ahead of both of them. They're 56 and 50 and they went four and six in the last 10 games. This could go either way. Like this series right here, with whoever wins the central, that's it. These other teams are probably not gonna be in the playoff contention. Are probably not gonna make it to play a to be able to play a basically a wild card game. I don't see it. So I think whoever wins AL Central is in the playoffs. That's it. Unless the last they have two teams just go on the run. That's that. Then in the AL West, in fifth place, this is the Oakland A's who were struggling throughout this year, who are forty one and sixty six. But have actually been playing pretty decent ball if they went six and four the last ten games. Then the Los Angeles A's who are forty four and sixty one. Who are a little below below average right now? They went four and six. Same thing for Texas, but they are forty-seven and fifty-nine. And then in second is the Seattle Mariners, who are fifty-seven and forty-nine. Twelve games out of first, but are playing six and four ball in Houston, who's first place. I think it's gonna win this division easy. It's seventy and thirty-eight with a three-game winning streak and play six and four in the last ten games. As right now, the New York Yankees. Minnesota Twins and the Houston Astros are who is going, who's in the playoffs as of now. And the way the wild card is looking for the American League, it would be, again, AL East. Which I think is one of them. I think I might have said they are the most competitive. I mean, like, they're one of the most competitive divisions below the Yankees. That's what I was meaning by that because the, the Yankees are so far ahead. Nobody catch you. But there's a battle between these four teams. Because they got four of the top six spots battle for this wild card. But right now, it'd be Tampa and Toronto playing in the wild card game. With Seattle right there with them in the tiebreaker with Tampa Bay. That's Toronto's two games up for the wild card. Tampa Bay and Seattle are battling. Then you got Baltimore two games out. Cleveland three games out. The White Sox three games out. And Boston four games out. And the rest of them are definitely just too far away to catch up. Now we're going to jump into the National League. With the National League East, coming in at fifth is the Washington Nationals, who are 36 and 72, 
who again are still just struggling. Going three and seven in their last ten games, even right now with a three game losing streak. And then fourth is the Miami Marlins who are forty eight and fifty eight. Notice he was playing struggling to play three and seven ball right now, which is not good. And now, third place, a team that is on the rise in the East and they might make the, if they keep with this run, they might make this a three team race for the NL East. And we did not see this a couple months, about a month and a half ago. I would not say this with the Philadelphia Phillies are 58 and 48, nine games out of first, and I've got on a three game winning streak and have went eight and two in their last 10 games. Then the second is the Atlanta Braves, who are 64 and 43, three and a half games out. And they're playing six and four in the last two games. Good. Not where they want to be right now because they're battling for the division. But Atlanta's having problems. They get so close to Miami, to the Mets, which is who was first. Because they beat them last night. But they're still struggling to get where they need to get to catch up to them. I really had the Braves winning this division. But right now I'm looking a little worried on them getting the division. But they're fighting for it. And then this New York Mets, some first who are 67 and 39 and are 8 and 2 in their last 10 games. They're playing really well as, as they have been all year. Then there's the National League Central. And last place is the Cincinnati Reds. So I'm going to go ahead and say they're top of Chicago, 4th and 5th at 42 and 63. And Cincinnati Reds are playing 500 ball while the Chicago Cubs are struggling. Not struggling, playing decent, but not good because they're going 4 and 6 in their last 10 games. Then it's the Pittsburgh Pirates, who are just a half a game ahead of them at 43-63 as they have struggled playing 3-7 and seven ball the last 10 games. Then there's a tiebreaker, Milwaukee and St. Louis. As they got Milwaukee in second, St. Louis is first as they both are 58-48. As Milwaukee's on the down downward spiral a little bit, playing 5-5 five and five in the last 10 games, while the St. Louis Cardinals have won five in a row, just beat the Yankees last night, and are playing 7-3 in their last 10 games. Then in the division that I thought would be a whole lot close, which is not over. I thought it would have been a, at least a three-team race, but it's not. As fifth place is the Colorado Rockies, who are 47-62, and 62, who are playing very poor ball. And they went 2-8 and eight in their last 10 games. They struggled mildly. Then in fourth, it is the Arizona Diamondbacks, who are 47-58. and 58. They've been playing 500 ball, which, I mean, there's no progression or no downgrade. So they're right there at that record of being... 11 games below 500. Then in third, but team that I thought would play a whole lot better, it was the San Francisco Giants as they were 51 and 55, lost four games in a row and are struggling, playing three and seven ball. Then second, it's the San Diego Padres who were 61 and 47, 12 and a half games up, and they're actually playing good, decent ball. They're playing seven and three ball. That's good. But the team above them is the Los Angeles Dodgers, who are 72 and 33, won five in a row and eight and two in the last 10 games. I think with Juan Soto going to the Padres, they get closer. I still got the Padres in the, in the um, wild card game. As of right now, the wild card game is Atlanta and San Diego playing each other. But they're in a big old. Fight as you got Philly, St. Louis, and Milwaukee right there fighting, all fighting to get in. Two games below San Diego. The Braves are five and a half games up. They're going to lose stretch. And I really, I think it's it. It's going to be between Atlanta, San Diego, Philly, St. Louis, and Milwaukee right now. That's how it's looking. That's the only teams I really can see that can get in that thing. Like I said, 
Thing can change. We still got a little bit of ball left. But right now for the National League, it's the New York Mets. St. Louis, I get they got a the tiebreaker over Milwaukee and the Los Angeles Dodgers who are in the playoffs as of right now. Will be automatic bids because they won the division. Um, but yeah, um, next week, preseason for NFL starts back up Thursday, so I'll be doing podcasts on all the games. And I may even do a Sunday podcast. With, I'll probably do the Sunday games that Monday. Now, when we have a football season starts, I will be doing stuff on Sunday because football games will be all over the weekend. Which I'll probably what I'll do is I'll probably still, as a matter of fact, I'm probably still gonna miss Sunday. I'll just do college football NFL on Mondays and it'll be a make a it'll be a make a podcast. Um this is gonna this is gonna do it for tonight for this morning for today's show. Um I'm gonna get back in my rotation doing it every day. It's only gonna be a one podcast because tomorrow's Sunday. So day we up we'll be right back Monday morning, eight AM. Um I hope y'all enjoyed today's show. Hope y'all tuned in. Sorry, it's been a little iffy these past three or four months. Been a lot going on. I'm trying to get back in the rhythm, get back growing, so we can have fun. We can get this podcast booming, and we can do something with this. But I appreciate y'all, and I love y'all. Let's hop and prayer, and we'll have a blessed Saturday. Seventy-five. Thank you for another great show. Thank you for the people that support me. Thank you for letting me do something in my life that I love to do. I pray you continue to teach and guide me in ways so I'll understand what all I need to do in life, Lord. And I pray you believe each and every one of the people that join in on my show and all over the world. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, y'all. We'll see y'all Monday morning, 8 a.m. I'll be good. Praise the Lord. And be thankful for what God has given you. Remember, it's all gas, no breaks. All 2022. Peace. We out.